Hello, everybody, and welcome to BNB Chats. Episode three. I feel like I feel like now that it's episode three, this feels official.、Mm-hmm. The、uh, promo in the first two episodes were all unofficial, and this is official. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. But I think that. Episode three means you know we're we're in the zone we're in yeah, a stride in. of how to do this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. locked in now. So the day that you are hearing this episode or that this episode is being published is actually Valentine's Day,、Wee. and so we thought that we could take this opportunity to talk a little bit about kind of who is B. Why does that matter? But who is B? Who is B? What is B? Your B. No, your B. <laughs> That's fine. We're both B. <laughs> B is actually B actually stands for Basbe, which is the name that we call each other. Just because hearing my normal name, like my name name Sheshav, is just weird from you. It just doesn't sound right. I've I don't call you Sheshav ever unless it's in、yeah. like referring to you. Yeah. So I agree. Calling you by your name、um, this whole time on the podcast has been kind of weird. Kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's start.、Um, we're gonna take the clocks back. We're gonna turn the calendars over. We're going to flip the pages back to the late days of high school. For us, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a few years ago. More than a few, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So back in that crowded school of two thousand people, what did we first notice about each other?、Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I think one of the first things I noticed about you, just like was more really just a notice type of thing, was、uh, in our grade twelve chemistry class,、um, in the organic chemistry test, you got the highest grade, and. It was like out of no. I mean, I guess it wasn't out of nowhere for you, but for me, it was like, wait, who is this person? Why are they so smart? Like, how are they crushing everyone in our class?、No. While me and my friends are just sitting there complaining about how we barely passed. <laughs> I okay, great. So you noticed that I was a nerd. You're smart. <laughs> I mean, I think that I don't even know how because I think I spent all of that chemistry class just talking to my friends in one corner and. I would. We would always just be like, "Oh, there's all those guys on the other side of the room." I think you guys were just distracting each other more than yeah,、probably. more than anything. Very, very possible. Very likely. <laughs> <laughs> And for for anyone who might be listening from that chemistry class, vug vug yik vug vug. Oh my god! <laughs> you have to explain what that is. Okay, fine. It's just the、uh, the colors that they made us memorize for the first row transition metals with、uh, when they complexed with water. It doesn't matter. It's really really irrelevant. But vugvukipuba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's sweet that that's what you noticed. Yeah. What about you? What did you notice? I think that the first thing I noticed about you was 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 your sense of clothing and what you wore. I think in high school most. People wore very kind of generic clothes, you know. Damn. Ouch! Sorry, me included. <laughs> who am I? Who am I to talk? Me included. <laughs> very basic jeans and you know a t-shirt or sweatpants. It's functional. It is functional, yeah. But you were always wearing bright colors and patterns and pink shorts and. But it wasn't just what you were wearing. It was more so the confidence that you wore those things with. 
You know, you didn't really care. You just kind of flaunted. Flaunted? Flaunted. Okay, maybe flaunted is the wrong word. You just carried them with such confidence that I always noticed that. Okay, thank you. Yeah, no, I guess (laughs) my mom would always be my stylist. (laughs) No, she, she, she would, we would always have like our uh, yearly, uh, in the summer, we'd kind of go and buy some clothes for school. And I don't know, it just, just so happened that I started adopting more and more uh, from when I was much younger how my co- my mom would always dress me up all colorfully and it just started being like a fun vibe so yeah it just continued you know it was fun I it mean nice I think I, I think I also noticed that you wore shorts until like the depths of winter as we mentioned in the yeah. previous episode I don't know why uh, I feel like I could never do that anymore no. it was just a <laughs> weird my legs don't have any sensation type of thing and you were so, young yeah <laughs> young and dumb <laughs> but I definitely noticed that so what happened after we noticed each other? How did how did this happen? So I guess before I get into the story, I would want to give some context. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, at the end of grade 12, the uh, graduating class gets a big, like a dance party slash, uh, they all get to get together and um, just have one big light uh, night of just hurrah, we, we, we made it through high school. Um, and that's called prom. And there's a big whole tradition around prom where uh, people have to, well, they don't have to, but it just generally is that uh, people go with a date or, or even just as friends. Um, and so there's this whole idea of who you're going to have to ask. And that entails, and that creates, I should rather say, these things called promposals, where people get more and more extravagant every year with how they're asking someone to be like, hey, do you want to go to prom with me? There's some like really crazy YouTube videos of people doing doing really, really wild things. Yeah, I wasn't about that. Really? I got to say the story. <laughs> I was definitely not about it. It was just like so much exposure. And honestly, it puts the person on the spot, you know, when they're in front of so many people. You have to say yes if you're being asked in front of 300 people. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, obviously, but, you know, you know, you, you can't be... It would be pretty sad. It would be also. very sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, just obviously to address that and to not just put you on the spot and have to make make you make a, like, a flash decision. Um, I guess we started texting before and just chatting about random things. But then what also happened was my friend... Uh, like one of my best friends from high school, she was insistent that I had to go to prom with a date. And I, I, I had it in mind that I might go with you or like not really. It didn't really matter to me. I was very indifferent at that point. I was much more intent on like going with my guy friends and just like having a good time. Yeah. You know? So... No, she wouldn't have any of it, my friend. So <laughs> she pretty much orchestrated this huge, extravagant, like very well-coordinated plan where I was going to, I was meant to be asking you to go to prom with me on something called the prom fashion show. And so for context, the people who organize prom uh, are, are, are seniors on the prom committee. I was one of them. (laughs) Yeah. And so people on the prom committee are also responsible for organizing something called the prom fashion show, where like a local business um, showcases all of the different uh, styles that they have for both uh, men and women. And 
people who are like seniors will will try on these clothes and have like a mini fashion show in the middle of the year you know again it's just another one of those things for school spirit everyone comes out and it's just a really fun time yeah like it happens in the main cafeteria during a couple of lunch periods on one day and like kind of the prep for it was you know going to this little boutique and trying on fun dresses (laughs) and it, it was really fun I should also say, um, for this prom fashion show, the fashion show was done in pairs. Like, you would walk down the runway as two people. And if you were on the prom committee or you were one of the people who wanted to be in the fashion show, you were pretty much responsible for finding a partner. Mm -hmm. And this is so unlike me. Like, who is this? Where (laughs) does she get this courage? Um, Ended up just asking a person in our class. Um, if they would want to do the fashion show with me and that person was not me no it was not (laughs) you and it was kind of all set but meanwhile kind of parallel to this one of our i suppose mutual friends Mm -hmm. um asked you to go to the fashion show with her and this was all part of that extravagant plan really yeah well i mean wait she knew well i mean i had to be on the prom fashion show in order to be able to ask you what yeah Wait, I didn't know she knew. This yeah. is this is live uncoverage of this story. <laughs> this is all part of the master plan. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so sweet. I, I genuinely didn't know that. Yeah, no, it was quite a big coordinated effort. Aw, wow. Aw, I don't know what to say. Well, what actually ended up happening is my partner, um, you know, something probably came up, but did not end up, like told me the night before the fashion show. That they were no longer able to participate. From everything I know, that was totally unplanned and just happened to work out. Because what ended up happening because of it, normally there would be like a a girl and a guy going together as a pair in the fashion show. Because your partner cancelled and you had already been fitted for the dress and everything was still set to happen on the day of the um, wonderful teacher who was leading this whole like who was who was like the teaching advi- the advisor on the prom committee was totally on board with my plan she really? knew all of- yes she fully knew about it and um she paired me up with you and so now i was able to go with you as well as my other our other mutual friend i genuinely thought it was just me being left without a partner and our mutual friend just being like oh why don't you join me and shaysha yeah it was all like a big plan after obviously the the fact that it was just accidentally happened yeah and so now it was like me center stage with you on one side and our mutual friend on the other. Because we were the only trio among a bunch exactly. of Exactly, so it was just symmetrically, it worked out nice for us to be in the middle. And so now, like, even more center stage, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. And so there was actually two viewings of the whole fashion show. And in order to not make it kind of weird that we're putting up a show for the school, for the first run-through, I didn't do anything. I didn't ask. Like, we just went through the fashion show as if it was just the fashion show. Yeah. And that worked out really nicely because I guess we got into a jive of things like, oh, we knew how we're going to stand, where we're going to go, when the music's going to play and whatnot. Yeah. When the second fashion show came around, just like a few, like an hour later or so, what ended up happening is that first all of the girls would come out and then they would uh, show all their dresses and the guys would come out and they'd show all their dresses. And at the end, they would all come up onto stage and just pose together. 
as I was going with the guys, and because now the girls were already on stage, as I went and did the posing with the guys, I didn't come back up on stage. And now Can you... I actually say yeah, so we go. were we were all standing on stage and because again you were center, um our friend and I were were looking at each other mm-hmm. center stage. Because it was kind of like like leaning inwards yeah. towards the middle. Yeah. Exactly. And one of um like someone else who we knew was behind me and now all of the all of the guys, all of the boys are coming up onto stage and filling in the gaps between their partners mm-hmm. and people start filing in i'm like smiling at the audience <laughs> trying to you know you know just be normal but you don't come <laughs> and you're center stage yeah so one of our classmates came up right behind me because his partner was kind of the next person over yeah and i kind of leaned over and i was like where's she shop? <laughs> <laughs> while smiling and not having any idea of what's going on and yeah and yeah. so during this time while you guys are while you're on the stage panicking being like wait what's going on i quickly grab a big poster board like a bristol board type of thing that i wrote will you go out to prom again i shouldn't say i wrote because again this was my friends doing she did all the work with the coloring and everything i was just kind of there for the ride and you were just there to you know be like oh yeah sure i'll go to prom no 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 (laughs) yes (laughs) yes so uh now i grab the bristol board i grab uh like a bouquet of flowers and i come onto the stage and before i come onto the stage i'm waiting on the side and the the tech people who are who are doing all the lighting in the show they are also like they're in on it because the are the teacher supervisor planned all of this to be happening the lights dim and it's just spotlight center stage with you and our mutual friend just standing there and it's yeah. kind of like the spotlight kind of leaning more towards you yeah. and the music stops and a new song comes on Aww. yeah i don't remember what the song is i don't remember what the song is <laughs> it was re- a bruno mars song i think it was it? i think it was a bruno mars song oh but i remember okay i don't know why i don't think i noticed that Mm-mm. the lights change. Mm-mm. I was so in my head and being like, where is this idiot? The show must show go up. on. The show must go Still on. Still hand on my hips, smiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked out and I remember how super duper nervous I was because I don't know what to do. Are you supposed to like just walk out and just like give the bouquet as like, here you go. Here's a peace offering. I was really, really dumb. I mean, I still am, but I just walked out and kind of like, I just like, like, just hovered the little board around. I know that my brother's out in the audience somewhere looking. I'm feeling kind of embarrassed about the whole thing. The whole school is looking at us. My goodness, that was something. And uh, yeah, and then you said no, didn't you? As if. I pretty much just like froze on the spot. (laughs) I'm kidding. She Um, said yes. and, And then I said yes. Yeah, and then we ended up going to prom and... That was that was pretty much the the start of our big friendship, big journey of friendshipness. Big, how many year long journey <laughs> of friendshipness? <laughs> <laughs> so, I think after that whole fiasco happened, and after we went to prom, could you tell me what was the first like weird thing that you noticed about me or that you learned about me? Um, the first little thing I noticed about you was actually before prom. And prom wasn't until May, June. So there was some time in the middle where we were kind of just, what, hanging out? 
I suppose. Skipping and classes. Skipping. Don't say that. Our parents are going <laughs> to listen. <laughs> no, I was definitely going to classes. <laughs> me too. Me too. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> I was. But there was this one um, time where we did skip class, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't even know where we went. Just a just kind of field. Just, yeah. We're just it was talking. like on the way to uh, the nearby big uh, unit, like a college that they had where there was a lot of food. And so there's just this big open field as we're walking. So we're just cutting through the field there. Yeah, we were just kind of, we just maybe sat around. The weather was very nice. And um, you got, this was still very new, very early. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a bee came, a little. I, I don't think I even saw it. I just heard it. A little bee, a friendly little bee. And you <sighs> jumped up. And essentially sprinted to the other side of the field because <laughs> of how scared you were. And the whole time, I did what normal people do, which is freeze when you see a bee. Oh my god, I did the killer no, bees. No, they're not killer bees. Bees are friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think the fact that you were so scared of bees and insects and creepy crawlies was definitely <laughs> one of the first things i noticed the first weird little intricacies <laughs> i noticed about you <laughs> oh my goodness that's hilarious yeah no i'm still pretty much there i'm trying my best you know i try i, I got the freezing technique down now i just like start shaking now you're just shaking like, fast, fast. <laughs> just hyperventilating. <laughs> oh my god stop making fun of me <laughs> Anyways, I think one of the first things that I noticed about you that was kind of... Well, I, I wouldn't really say it's weird. I wouldn't even say it's bad. I think it was good. Uh, that, you know, you, you the way you like all the music and things that you listen to, you made it seem very much like you loved pop music and absolutely hated rock music and metal and anything related to that. Mm. And like me personally, I'm very much into music, into just like a whole variety. And so... I don't know what, how it started, but I think I just maybe one day sent you a random song. Be like, hey, have you heard of this song? And you hadn't, but you were so open to listening and you really enjoyed listening to it. And it was like, it was like one of my favorite rock bands. And so I think one of the first things I noticed about you is how open you were to just trying new things, which was really, really fun. I think I, I I was never really, I never exposed myself to a lot of new music. Um, I honestly have never really been into music very much. And so I... That's news to me. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) But I just kind of, you know, listened to whatever and didn't really care for it. And therefore, what I knew most was generic pop music. Yeah. But like, you're so like well-versed now, which is really, really nice. Now I can surprise people by saying that I actually like some bands that are... They're like, what? Yeah, you're just like, I look at Venge Sevenfold. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who, you? <laughs> Let's talk about another... This was supposed... Okay, sorry. Maybe I can preface. This was supposed to be a key moments in our relationship episode, but I don't think it's that anymore. It's nah. just us kind of talking about what we, what we appreciate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So on that, do we maybe want to talk about a time that we particularly felt very grateful for one another or that we really felt appreciated? For sure. I think instantly I know what I would be thinking about. And it seems like a random thing, but it just, I don't know why it makes the top of my list. But 
last year, like coronavirus hadn't been a th- like hadn't started yet at that time. I was still in the first year of my medical school and I was living alone in Toronto, and it was really really like kind of scary to have to be alone away from my family, away from everyone. Because and that was your first time living alone. Yeah, exactly. And I think just everything was just coming together in a, in a bad way. It was just winter, middle of winter. And the days were very, very short. I'd wake up in the morning, it'd be dark. I'd go to school and come back and it'd still be dark. It was just a really depressing time overall. And I remember one day just when I was chatting with you on, on phone or something or Skype, and I just told you, man, like, this is so sad. Like, I just, it's so boring and sad and everything just sucks. And it's Aww. just the worst. And I miss going out with my friends and I miss going to eat sushi with my friends in undergrad and doing all the fun things and I think I just said it in passing but I don't know what led you to it but you just said give me one second I didn't know what you were doing but then again 20 minutes or so later you just say okay are you home still and I'm like yes where would I be going (laughs) and you just say okay get ready and out of nowhere there's just a knock on my door and there's just a platter of sushi. <laughs> just, I was, I, I guess I could have very easily ordered myself sushi if I really wanted it. But what mattered there was just how it just was nice to know that someone was kind of looking out for me, you know? Aww. Like, uh, and you you knew all my favorite sushi, like, uh, like different, I, I guess they're not flavors, but just different rolls that I enjoyed eating. So, yeah, that was very, very sweet. I was super duper grateful for that. I honestly I didn't even think much of that story you were feeling down and you said you wish you were at sushi right now and so (laughs) instinctual but I'm really glad that you that you like that and that that helped you Mm -hmm, for sure what about you honestly there's so many times where I've been really really grateful for you and I think most of them um even though I may not be able to name like a particular date and time is always that kind of the same way when I felt we went to different universities for context and whenever I felt really for undergrad for undergrad I mean for medical school too but But during undergrad if I ever felt like really alone and really kind of sad and you know having a bad few days no matter how far it was for you to travel you would just kind of show up sometimes and (laughs) that would make me really happy and I think the amount of support that you've given me over the last how many five and a bunch five years and a bunch of months I think like for example if I ever did one of my just club activities and um it took me it took me out for a long time I was rehearsing and practicing and you know kind of in a dance studio all day the fact that you were okay and that you always supported me through that I think is something that I don't know. I always felt like I really appreciated about you. Aww. 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 <laughs> but yeah, so that kind of is most of what we wanted to talk about today. Um, now for the dream. <laughs> so I think it's my turn this time to talk about the dream. This, again, for context, because of the, the Netflix TV show Queen's Gambit that came out very recently, well, not recently anymore, but... Um, in the past few months, uh, there's been a huge uptick in the number of people who are talking about chess and chess-related things. So our uh, our school, 
we had just a few students come together and decide that let's have a chess tournament for fun. Why not? Okay, cool. So I decided to join the chess tournament because why not? Like my grandpa taught me how to play chess when I was very young and I've always kind of like enjoyed it. It's played it on and off, never in tournaments or anything like that. But my dream. Let's remember that you're a very simple man. <laughs> yes, I am very simple. Like what happens most of the times with my <laughs> dreams is that if I've been having a lot of like studying going on during the day, when it's time to go to bed and like in my dreams I'll just be thinking about all my textbooks floating around me I'll just be thinking about a certain disease process or some drug that is just whatever happening to it <laughs> so what ended up happening in this context is I was preparing for a uh, chess tournament game I had made it all the way to the quarterfinals and I was going to be playing against a player who was really really high rated and I had very little chance of winning if I wasn't trying my like hardest and absolute best and had all of these other advantages. So I had been studying chess for like a long, long time for that day. The whole week, essentially, you were prepping for that one day. game. Yeah. And so the night before when I went to bed, all I could just hear, and this isn't even that long of a dream, but I was in a stadium, like one of those Roman coliseums where there's gladiators. Ooh. And instead of like people chanting random gladiator names, they were just <laughs> chanting the two chess openings. So chess opening is just like how the chess players, like a set of patterned openings that they normally do. They were just chanting the two chess openings that this player does. It was just Tartakow or Modern. Arctic hour modern <laughs> and I don't know how long but I'm pretty sure I woke up in like this almost like saying those words just Tartic hour modern Tartic hour modern it was terrifying it was like I was oh my goodness I don't even know what to say I was just stuck in this like windmill of just spinning around and around and around it was scary it was like a fever dream almost Aww. it was weird but yeah short dream this time you actually have a result of what happened from that dream. Yeah, I lost. <laughs> Expectedly. I mean, I think it's your effort that counts. You prepped so much for that game. <laughs> I lost not because of the opening. So all of the prep that I did paid off. But I lost just because I'm overall, I'm just not that good at chess. So <laughs> You just have to re-watch Queen's Gambit. Yeah, oh man. I should have watched it more. <laughs> Anyways, that's everything from us this week. Please tune in again in two weeks from now um, for our fourth episode. and Even more official. Mm, even more <laughs> official. Every episode in. But thanks so much for listening for our Valentine's Day special. Um, we hope that you come back again in two weeks. And we'll see you then. Bye. Bye for now. Bye.